0: Do you know your enemy? In this case, it's the Toronto Blue Jays. And I'm here to fill you in on any gaps that you may have. This is a Locked On Twins short. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello again, and welcome back for a Locked on Twins short. We're going to be talking to you about the Toronto Blue Jays, the Twins opening a series with the Blue Jays, the wildcard series best of three at Target Field starting on Tuesday. It's Pablo Day. And if, uh, if you have some questions about Toronto, Twins don't face the Blue Jays all that much. So it's not all that often that you get to see them, and not only that, but the Twins are playing them in the postseason for the first time in more than 30 years. To me, it's just fun. I know, obviously, there's no holdover or anything like that, but it's fun to rekindle those kinds of things. You got that angst about whether or not, and he didn't. Gary Sanchez blocked home plate from Whit Merrifield last year. Time for your Twins to get some revenge. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We have a full episode that came out today on the Twins Lockie Awards, basically Locked on Twins, shortened to Lockie. Also a nod to our big man up uh, up atop everything, David Lock. So if you have a better idea for a name for those awards, I'm all ears. But for now, it's the Lockies. Now, we are taking a look first at the postseason roster for the Blue Jays. We are here to tell you what you need to expect from a Toronto Blue Jays squad that for all intents and purposes, was about as good as the Twins. They won 89 games, so a couple ahead of the Twins. But in general, just a, a solid season, solid roster, and a consistent team that I think is going to surprise a lot of people when I break it down statistically. The postseason roster, or the wild card series roster, as I was admonished for on Twitter, for the Blue Jays goes as follows. Alejandro Kirk and Tyler Heineman behind the plate. In the infield, you've got Vlad Jr. and Brandon Belt, Kevin Biggio, Davis Schneider, Santiago Espinal, Bo Bichette, Matt Chapman, and Whit Merrifield. Outfielders are George Springer, Kevin Kiermeyer, Dalton Varsho, Cam Eden. Starting pitchers are Gaussman, Barrios, Bassett, and Kikuchi. Kikuchi not slated to make a start, but listed as a starter. And then the bullpen is Jordan Romano, Jordan Hicks, Eric Swanson, Tim Meza, yimmy garcia chad green genesis cabrera and trevor richards so it's uh really the only surprises or surprise here is that uh yunjin rayu did not make the initial roster meaning that the only lefty the twins will really have to contend with in a huge sense in the bullpen as you say kikuchi um you know, Ryu working as a reliever would have been difficult for the Twins, who have struggled against left-handed pitchers for the bulk of the season. But really uh, mixing and matching for maybe one mid-game relief appearance, I could see it not being that big of a deal for the Blue Jays as well. Before we dive into the Blue Jays' offense, easy for me to say, we do have to talk about our friends over at bird dogs if you are looking for some stretch shorts that look great fit great feel great these are it for you they fit slim through the thigh they tug on your hiney perfectly i don't want that to sound weird they wear them and you'll know exactly what i mean they're basically like lululemon shorts but way better they fit tremendously the the loose fabric really uh it hugs you in the all the right places and it's got anti-stink sweat-wicking fabrics. You can work out and get home and you're not covered in sweat. You're, you're certainly going to want to change. You're certainly going to want to shower. We're not taking that away from you. But bird dogs help you maintain that in the meantime. Uh, they're functional for any occasion. I wear them to church. I wear them to a ball game. I wear them playing outside with my kids. You we can wear them golf, going out on a date night, uh, even going to the pool. I mean, they have uh, they have ones that have liners and everything. Perfect. Um, if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on twins, or if you enter the promo code locked on twins at checkout, you'll get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on twins for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. All right. So the, the thing that I come back to with Toronto over and over and over again is that they're middle of the pack on offense, but extremely consistent. So not only are they 14th in runs per game, so pretty much dead average. Uh 8th in average, 8th in on-base percentage, 13th in slugging, so putting them in that middle of the pack with OPS. Um you know, it's it's just it's a very consistent, very predictable offense and it's an offense that hasn't had as much power as I think people had expected. Again, 417 for a slugging percentage. I think people may be able to suggested or expected that they hit for more power. And let me show you. I mean, the the consistency is staggering between the halves. Before the All Star break, the, the Blue Jays had a 741 OPS, and after a 750. They averaged 4.51 runs per game before the break, 4.73 after. They um, hit 259, 326, 415 before the break, 252, 332, 418 after. I mean, almost indistinguishable a difference. And if you look at the months, too, um, the Blue Jays were 741, 764, 725, 769, 727, 745. That's their month-by-month OPS, April and May or April and March. March and April is one in September and October, in case you're wondering how the six months line up. But again, just very, very steady. Averages in the 250, 260 range on base, anywhere from the high three teens to the 330s, and a slugging percentage over 400. This is a team that, uh, I mean, you can almost pencil in for four or five runs a night, uh, not only in terms of average, but just you look month by month and everything is just so remarkably consistent. And again, you know, the power, I'll grant that the power wasn't where they wanted it to be. But at the at the end of the day, I mean, they did enough to win 89 games. And their pitching stuff, consistent the same. We'll have more on that in a second. The things that Toronto did not do particularly well. They did not steal bases very well or very efficiently they left a lot of runners on base this year they were second in mlb when most runners left on they stole 99 bases but were caught 34 times 74.4 percent stolen base percentage rate third worst in mlb so i feel like you know the you would have expected vlad jr to have more than 26 homers boba Shett more than 20 like they had four guys with 20 plus homers but, you know, George Springer had a 732 OPS. You would expect much higher than that. Um, Bo Bichette had a really nice year, but didn't take any walks. And so uh, it brings his OPS down. Uh, Vlad Jr. A 788 OPS for a slugging first baseman. Not what you'd expect. So this is a team where uh, Dalton Varshall, 674 OPS, stole some aces and hit some homers, but really did not become the game changer they hoped they were getting from the Diamondbacks either. So when you look basically across the board of this offense um Brandon Belt at DH with a 136 OPS plus kind of stands out and even still you know he's got that Edward Julien a uh, few homers, few doubles, lots of walks profile. In fact, I would say Edward Julien as a hitter should want to be Brandon Belt. And so it should give Twins fans an idea that this Blue Jays offense is is steady. You know, it's uh it's not the kind of thing where you have to worry about them coming in and putting up 10, 12 runs on you. Um, But they can play tight games and beat you in tight games. It's just, it's not a flashy team. It's kind of why I think this series is maybe a more like workmanlike series. It's not going to be sexy. Whoever comes out of it's going to be breaking a long playoff drought, some longer than others um, as far as wins and that sort of thing. But I, everything that I look at with this blue Jays offense and, and as we, move on to the pitching here in a minute uh, just tells me that it's a consistent, not that exciting team Um, that is in some respects, maybe lulled blue Jays fans into a bit of a, a slumber uh, because I think they expected more offensively. Um So we'll see, we'll see if the twins can hold that down for two or three games here and move on. Because uh, as far as draws, in the postseason, this is—I mean—it's probably one of the better ones. I—I I didn't really want Houston, but at the same time, I don't know. You have to play somebody, and you have to plan to play everyone if you're going to advance to the the World Series. So, thinking about that it doesn't matter that much. Uh, let's talk about our friends over at FanDuel, and then we'll bring it home with some uh, pitching analysis. But for our friends over at FanDuel, it is NFL season, and you—if you, you want to snap into action. In this NFL season, you can do it with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. You don't have to win. I'm very good at not winning, and I still can get in on this. Uh, If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time than to get in on the action. We're coming up on week five of the NFL season. All kinds of fun matchups, unless you're a Vikings fan. Uh, the app, though, is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. There's spreads, player props, overs, unders, more. If you visit fanduel.com slash locked on, you can kick off the NFL season with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Win or lose. Visit fanduel.com. And in, you can, uh, you can again, money lines, props, overs and unders, anything. You have all kinds of options at your fingerprints, fingertips. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so we'll come down the home stretch here and talk about this pitching staff. Uh, it's three righties. Twins have fared better against righties this year than lefties. I don't think that's that much of a surprise. Um, but it's gonna be Gaussman, Barrios, and Bassett. Uh, and again, the consistency just keeps rolling on for these Blue Jays, uh, starters, relievers, you name it. So, so for their starters. In the first half, they had a 363 ERA, 121 whip, and 10 strikeouts per nine. 10.02 to be exact. In the second half, a 373, a 375 ERA, so a 0.12 jump, a 125 whip, so a 0.04 jump, uh, and then 9.5 strikeouts per nine, so a half strikeout drop, which also came with a 0.7 drop in strikeouts per walks. So a um, few different gives and gets there, but again, very, very steady. It's – oh, I, I apologize. That's the relievers. This the starter pitcher side I, – I grabbed the wrong thing on the wrong side. On the this... – Okay, that's on the, the reliever side. I, I moved a starter and then saved it and canceled it out. Sorry. Uh, for starters, though, a 398 ERA in the first half, 369 in the second half, 126 whip on both sides, a 940 strikeouts per nine in the first, a 911 in the second, 3.14 strikeouts per walk before the break, 3.15 after. Again, I, I keep hammering it home, but the difference here. Is consistency. This is a Blue Jays team that is consistent. They're not sexy, they're not exciting, but they're good. And I think you could, in a lot of ways, say that about the twins. And maybe that's why it's going to be a really fun matchup. The Blue Jays are gonna pack the stadium because they travel well. It's gonna be two teams doing the Spider-Man pointing emoji meme and or Sp- Spider-Man pointing meme. And it's gonna come down to which one is you know, better equipped to move on. Twins are at home. Twins have had more time to line things up due to when they clinched. I like the Twins. I like their sh- their shots here, their chances here. If you're not going to end a streak now, this is as good a time as any. But let's talk about Kevin Gausman. He's going to start game one. We've seen him a lot over the years facing the Twins, and it has not been good. He's actually faced the Twins four times as a member of the Blue Jays. And it has been, how do you say, bad? Real bad. Uh, I'm going to make sure I got the right range here. But he has made four starts against the Twins as a member of the Blue Jays, the four, five, eight ERA, 1-8-3 whip. And he has won a game, he's lost a game, but in general, 26 hits in 19 and two thirds innings, 10 earned runs, 20 strikeouts against 10 walks. So just very pedestrian numbers. Twins have hit 317 off him in those four appearances in his entire career. Now we're going back to the Orioles days as well. 6-3-5 ERA for Gaussman. Uh, he has pitched 11 games against the Twins. His teams are 4-7 and seven against them. Twins have hit 286 off him. But just in general, there's – I don't put much stock in the Oriole numbers because it's so long ago. It's all the way back to 2018 um, and backwards to 2014. So, I mean, he's a totally different pitcher now. None of that matters. But it just feels as though, like, they've had better swings against Gaussman than some of the really good pitchers they've faced in recent years. Like, they had a, a, a stretch where they really fared well against Chris Sale. And it felt like they saw the ball well against him and, and that sort of thing. That's the kind of sense I get from Gaussman from a modern standpoint that I think the twins, um, I'd be, I'd be more concerned about the twins facing a guy who was a 5.3 fan graphs, war pitcher, 11 and a half strikeouts per nine, no walks, no homers. I'd be more concerned if it wasn't Gaussman, a guy, the twins have seen traditionally. Well, it's, Still, you know, you're facing a stud. That's the case in October. But, um, you know, we'll see. Gaussman, 32. He's been around a while. Twins have seen a lot of him. Um, Stuff is good. Basically, four-seam fastball splitter. He'll mix in a slider every now and then. And and that thing, that's the thing, too, is, you know, he's basically more or less a two-pitch pitcher. He'll throw enough sliders to kind of keep you uh, off balance or guessing. But it's 90% a fastball or a split. And and again, for whatever reason, the twins have been able to handle him to this point in his career. So yeah, the twins are facing a Blue Jays team that should not scare you, does not scare you. They're a dang good baseball team. Like they're consistently who they say they are baseball team. And, um, it's going to be a great series. Hopefully only two games, hopefully the twins moving on and facing the Astros, but Stick with us. We'll have postcasts after each playoff game, full episodes, and all that fun stuff. But for now, let's get ready to enjoy this wild card series. This has been a Locked On Twins short, and we'll catch you on the other side.